Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. All right, all right, all right, all right. We are here again, again, we're here. This is our very first episode. Now, you're going to be watching another episode later on. Did I say it was the first episode? But Psych, that was not the first episode. This is our first <laughs> This is our first episode. It could be any more fitting. Sasha, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Um, welcome to the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast. And we have two special guests today. Yes, and if we don't call them our friends, we'll, you know, I, I, you guys can just throw me off the building. These guys are as good of friends as you can imagine. We have Jess Silva and we have Dan Bordy Greco. Um, both of them are from Carnegie Mortgage. Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to our podcast. So, Sasha, I mean, I'm sure you know, Jess, you may not know. I have known Bordy for quite some time. So, Bordy is like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's, he's got the burger. He has the big bad Bordy burger. Yep. My favorite board, uh, burger at the pub. Still got to hit it up. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you. It's I, good. So, I met Bordy when he was bartending back at the pub. When I was I know, young, whatever. 19. Yeah. Try saying that three I, times. Listen, I didn't want to say the age. Bordy bartending. I didn't want anyone to assume that I was uh, drinking underage. I was just, <laughs> no, that doesn't happen in this country. No, that never happened. But, I, you know, I was, I was <laughs> in my early 20s. And then Bordy left the pub and started bartending at the zoo on Friday nights. So you followed him? This is, well, this is a few years after. And... Something happened Did at the zoo. Did become a stage five clinger? No, well, something happened oh. at the zoo, and they needed someone to bounce. Mm. So somehow, I don't know how I got linked up, but I got linked up, and I was just checking IDs. You slipped them his name? So, Bord- so Bordy goes, hey, I'm going to go downstairs real quick. You want to bartend with, uh, what's that girl's name? Liz. 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 Yeah. Oh, you- that's what popped your cherry? No, I was bartending well before oh. that. And uh, so I started bartending with Bordy on Friday nights. No. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. And then I would get some Saturday afternoons. Yeah. You're really? The you know? That's like vodka seltzer only. No, 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 no. I can. That's like shot shots. No, no, no. no. I, I, like... I can, I can sling it. I can. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Sidecar. What's it a brandy Alexander then? Brandy. You could slip. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Bordy, Bordy is uh, the guy is uh, in in Ritual Park. If you ran for mayor in Ritual Park. Land you would slide. win. Wow. Hands down. You know that, right? Maybe we should go door knocking together then? Yeah. We should go introduce ourselves <laughs> yeah. to the neighbors again, you right? Reintroduce ourselves. I'll walk around with the, the boombox. Let me reintroduce myself. My name is Dan. I'm with Sasha. But you know, so when Sasha says, hey, I spoke to Dan, I'm like, who the hell did you talk to? I have no clue who you're talking about. She goes, Dan. I'm like, yeah. Bordy? Yeah. Like, talk he to Bordy? refuses to call yeah. him. Yeah. So anyway, the reason why we brought you guys today was... Because yesterday was a huge announcement, right? Well, in our business, it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The Fed. Now, I mean, if one of you guys can just t- take it, what is the Fed? Uh, the Fed is actually, they're not a government agency. A lot of people think that they are. They're actually completely independent. They, they're just, they are actually the ones that are in charge of lending money to the federal government. Mm. Um and a lot of people think that yesterday's announcement was big news, mm. but that was actually priced into the market already, right? Oh, the wow. expectation was that they weren't going to be hiking rates. It would have been big news 
if they decided to cut by 25 basis points. Right. Them keeping it, you know, unchanged uh, for the first time in eight Fed announcements was, yeah. was actually, it was good because that's giving us an indication that inflation is easing, right? And that's what we need for rates to come down. Yeah, but they also was saying that it could be expected that within the end of the year, we might have two rate cuts, rate cuts or 25 basic point increase. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's going to be dependent on CPI data. Um, a lot of the CPI... Now, for people that don't know, what is CPI data? CPI is consumer price indexes. There, so there's okay. there's a bunch of now different you guys know. Yeah, there we go. That are, <laughs> you know. that play into inflation, you know, housing, okay. uh, you know, used cars, uh, consumer goods, stuff like that. Now, Bordy, I mean, you've been doing this more than a couple of days, right? right? Probably a little bit longer than Jesse. <laughs> you've seen this. Just a day longer than Jesse. A lot. <laughs> Like, what is your inter interpretation of all that? Well, I started actually in 2007. Oh, that was wow. a perfect time, huh? Was like a, <laughs> I was a newborn then. Well, the worst, well, the worst <laughs> crash there was. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it will come back around. The data is coming, you know, as Justice said, the, 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 the better the inflation uh, numbers come down, the more rates will come down. So, uh, I think personally that we will see the cuts come up over the next couple of times. Now, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking all the questions from right Sasha, but should we be looking at the Canadian market? Because the Canadian market, the last Fed report they did, they didn't, they would say flat. They didn't, and, but now they raised, I think this was, the, there was a one in between when they went flat, they did flat again, and then they raised. Should we can be concerned off of that, off of them, them just being raising now, or well, I mean, a lot of times you look at uh, UK. UK actually, they changed course. They mm -hmm. they increased rates. Um, you know, norm, the last couple of times, just I think the last eight have they've been in unison. Right, right. But I think that it's difficult to correlate. You know, any other country's performance with ours, um, although a lot of these factors are global. Um, you know, I think that we have to take a look at what's happening here, but both politically. And like financially, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's seeing that everything is so expensive. You go to the grocery store, before you know it, you're two hundred dollars out of yep. pocket. Right. Yeah. So absolutely, this came up in our podcast that we're going to be coming out in the future. So we 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 record a couple podcasts per day. <laughs> this whole it's just a hobby. You guys don't have anything. Well, not to do. day per per week. We <laughs> but I want to get chickens. <laughs> oh man, these chickens again, they're these, haunting they, me for life. Oh out. man. You're gonna need this chicken stock to feed them. You know, you're gonna need permits. Okay. You know what? So I have no, a question for no, you. Since no you permits. brought up the chickens again, yeah. after you raise chickens, don't they become your family? Do you eat them? Oh man, that's a tough that, you so, definitely don't tell the kids. Exactly. Right? <laughs> he says you can eat them and replace them, but you eat them, you replace baby chicks. Like what do you So Sasha, you're on a table with three men. And I'm sure I'm he's going to be unanimous. I'm sorry, you raise a dog. Oh, Do no, you you're asking dog? the wrong guy. You're asking the wrong guy if you're asking <laughs> Bordy about if we should save the chicken or eat the chicken. <laughs> always, always eat the chicken. <laughs> no, okay. If you have, if you have a dog from I a do puppy, have a dog. Oh, this would dog you is eat him? Cool. Never. Exactly. So but that's, how, does it, how does it change? I don't know. If a, I never heard of a chicken being a pet, though. You know. Yeah, because you raise them and they're like pets. With my kids, they're going to be pets. Jean-Louis is going to bring them in the house and be snuggling with them. He's going to cry if they're until not the, there. Until the chicken starts to Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's going to do that. But like the whole point was that when you raise, it doesn't matter what kind of animal, they become a part of the family. Mm -hmm. Then you don't eat them. You Especially if you use them for eggs. Well, all of a sudden, oh, so you're like, oh, 
Bro, you're like Barrett now. Someone ended up with the eggs. So the two oh. people that's going to hear this podcast is going to hear that whole rant again. Yes, in a couple exactly, weeks. exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. And I go to her. I'm like, all right, we don't have to eat the chicken. We can just keep it until you know whatever. Yeah. But I want to get chickens because you see how price the how price of the, the eggs are. Right. If I get four hens and they lay four oh, eggs man. per day, right? You don't that, even eat eggs as it as it is. No, true, like, but just okay. just. That's okay. 28 eggs a week. Uh-huh. So we're going to have more than two dozen eggs uh-huh. a week. I thought they, how many, how many chickens you guys talking about again? Four. I thought they only lay one egg a day. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, oh, okay, so that's yeah, four yeah, yeah, times yeah. seven, that's 28. And I'm supposed to be the math guy. That's so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're the math guy when it comes to mortgages, not when it comes to chickens. chickens yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let's just forget about those chickens. So even anyway, throwing Jess off. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have basically oh, two dozen eggs a week. Yep. And then I can just hey, I'm listen, sure that's bad for your question. You you want some eggs? <laughs> Here's the eggs, and I'll give it to my clients. Or I'll so give forget it to about know. knowing us as the neighborhood sellers. You're gonna know us as the egg people. No, just farmers. I am not a farmer. You saw it back I am absolutely not a farmer. I got a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> I just got I just got one uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've realized my lawn is my so my lawn is too small. For the tractor on the lower setting, it goes so fast. No, <laughs> yeah. thirteen seconds. Yeah, like I, I'm cutting the grass and it's not even picking up, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna hit the fence. I gotta slow down. <laughs> so I'm riding the brake. I'm just riding the brake nonstop. What? But uh, <laughs> so yeah, get off the chicken. Topic. Now, did you want to? Yeah. But so, did you want to ask Sporty yeah, a question, actually, or do you want I me had, to go back? No, 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 okay, no, okay, no. Go, go, go. About the about the feds, right? Feds. What does that stand for? The Federal Reserve. Okay, the Federal Reserve. Because a lot of people, when you say feds, they think of the feds, the yeah. FBI. So, no, it's the Federal no. Reserve Bank yes. that lends the money yes. to who exactly? Uh, so, like, a lot of times when people are thinking, oh, you know, the Fed is raising rates, uh-huh. they think there's a direct correlation with mortgage rates. Those, okay. That Fed funds rate is actually it's very short-term lending. It's like overnight lending that they provide money to the banks. Okay. Sometimes for liquidity, it, you know, regardless of what it is, it's for very short-term rates, right? Mortgage rates are based on the longer-term maturity uh, treasuries. Okay. Now, what makes you guys different from other brokers or lending houses? I mean, how do you guys figure out your rates? Like, who yeah. who's the person that's like, you know what, today's rates are going to be this. Like, who, who figures, is it the investors? Like, who's who's in charge of that? Yeah, so it's actually based on the secondary, like our, every bank has their own secondary market, right. right, team. And so it's all based on coupons, right, and what the coupons are actually paying out for each individual, you know, for mm-hmm. each individual product. And so we have a department and you'll look, because not every bank is created equal, right? On any mm-hmm. given date, you know, Chase can have uh, better rates than Wells Fargo and it's the same goes for everybody, right? right? And so it's, it's based on our secondary market team. So to follow up with that, um, when you have, a, okay, if you go to Wells Fargo, right, to get, say, um, hypothetically looking for a loan to purchase a house, what is the difference with a bank itself and, like, a mortgage broker or a lender? What are the, the um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the difference between the bank and the broker? Yeah, like how you compare them to like, let's just say apples to apples. Yeah. What is the pros and cons of the bank? What's the pros and cons of the lender yeah. or the broker? 
you want to you want to take this one down? No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, so banks are depository institutions, oh, right? So they're actually lending for the most part their their own money, right? Right. So they have the ability, you know, in the mortgage industry, there's what are called base guidelines and overlays, right? So we follow pretty much base guidelines set by Fannie and Freddie for our standard conforming products, right? Okay. So whatever the rules are that they set forth, are what we follow. A lot of these depository institutions have their own rules that they layer on top okay. because they're going to be a little bit more conservative because it's their own money, right? right. And the, the reality is that they have enough volume um, where they don't need to make these, you know, they can make exceptions to, okay. to being like, no, you know, max debt to income ratio is 50, but I really want to go to 43, okay. right? And so that's some of the problems that that a lot of people encounter when going to the big banks, right? Okay. Um, they really scrutinize things a lot more, you know, a lot more heavily than... Uh -huh. I mean, in the most part, they're working for the bank. Yeah, they're, for not working, they're not working for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So if you right. say something that doesn't correlate to their loan, you'll get rejected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rather than if I say something to you that doesn't work for that particular loan, you'll find me something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we typically try to find those things out in advance, right? That's why we always try to do our due diligence Absolutely. up front. Um, but I always tell my clients, I work for you, right? That's that's the reality. Absolutely. Now, you've been in it since you said 07, right? 07, 08. Yeah. What, what made you stick through it? Like, mm. What made me stick through it? Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, I don't know how to do much else. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most honesty I've heard in a while. Uh, wow. I I I can I, I mean I really don't remember exactly but I knew when you're starting out you're slow anyway yeah you know and and I just knew we'd get better and people are always gonna buy homes and Absolutely. you know one of the other differences of the banks that just didn't say is service you know if you if you text just at nine o'clock at night you're gonna get an answer yeah you Absolutely. know if you did you text me same thing nine o'clock you're going to get an answer mm -hmm. and we're going to come on saturday and meet your clients yep. the person at wells fargo has 500 files on their desk so that's that's to add on you know what yeah, this is perfect segue so the first deal we sent over to you mm -hmm. the client did not was not approved with your bank right like you guys couldn't get a loan because oh, yeah it was something silly i mean it was super minor but Bordy did. He went out and found another lender to do their loan. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, I can't do it. He did a Hail Mary. He, you were like Eli real quick. He, Eli against who, Boston? That was Boston they played? Wow. With the Hail Mary? Wow. Was it Boston? No. I love that you're calling it Boston right now. Yeah. That's, that's, you know who I'm talking about, Brady. <laughs> like the Patriots, whatever. So did they score a goal? Home no. Run, the, they, home run? Yeah, they scored a home run, exactly. <laughs> Like, yeah, whoever, like Brady's team. I despise them, by the way. The Boston Red Sox. No, not the. Why are you trying to play me right now? You're really trying to play me. It was funny. One sport that I know about is football, and you know this, and you're trying to play me. Okay. Anyway, what is your team in football? I'm a Jets fan. Oh man, we're having. We already won the Super Bowl, the off-season Super Bowl. So if that's what you guys call a Super Bowl, oh my god! Yeah, I mean that's all we got. Well, yeah, they got Aaron Rodgers, man. It's been the biggest. Oh, they biggest news Yeah, but they're not gonna do nothing with him. That is the biggest news. The guy's seventy-five years old. I already, I already bought Super Bowl tickets. But he's still, he's still in it to like kill it. Who's your guys gonna be quarterback this year? Anthony Richards, the guy they just drafted. They just, you're gonna, they're gonna start him. Yeah, I think so. This guy's a Colts fan. Yeah, I, I don't know how that happened. 
But you oh, saw some good football, though. Hold on, you, that Brady town. I mean, the, the Manning, Brady, the, the Manning time. The Manning time was good. Oh. You know, Manning versus mm. Brady, mm. all those things. Well, Manning versus Manning, what a good good old days. Yeah, that was like but, amazing. No, nothing beats Peyton versus Tom Brady. No. Nothing. Sure. No. Sure. Those those championship games because they uh. they faced off almost what six years in a row in, in, in between a championship game or yep. a divisional game, right? Yeah, yeah, Brady won most of them, but we. Got, <laughs> I like but, that. but hold on, <laughs> he did. You know, he did Wait. win a couple, but. Do any times you guys passed him, you guys did win. Yes. You know, so yes. you know, Payne did uh he you know did bring you guys a couple of trophies. Yes. Unlike mm-hmm. you guys. Anybody that's ever unlike the Jets. Yeah. The, Jets the, the Jets we need I mean, it's the Jets are gonna be exciting. I wanna be watching. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna make more than uh, eight wins. Uh, eight, eight wins, I, no, I might give them I, I might give them nine. I think they have a good team. I think I think Rogers well, you know what? Who's going to be? Who's a tight end to work with? Rogers? So they just drafted a tight end, actually. Who we, is their tight end? Their just, go-to tight end. We just been reaching out to his agent too. Have we? Yeah. They responded. I went back and forth with his agent. Oh, that's about, amazing. Yeah, about doing something. So with who's him. their tight end? We're not going to say. Okay. Not, not well, discuss it right if now. he has a good tight end to go with him, to go with Rogers, I think because you know what? I'm not a yeah, Chiefs head fan, but he has. But I'm an like Aaron Rodgers. But he has Wilson, who's his threat. So mm. can he get him the ball? He was the offensive rookie of the year. Right, and then you have Sauce Gardner, your defensive rookie of the year, and Bryce Hall should be coming back. But mm. those those crappy knee injuries, I don't know if Bryce Hall's going to be back. I, I really, I don't feel good. I feel it's going to be the LeBron, Wade, Bosch of what two thousand nine when when they formed that super team and they won nothing the first year. Mm. I think that's what it's going to be, and then next year's Rogers going to be just a year older. I, I just like I don't the see Brett Favre saga all over again. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? <laughs> Brett Favre was a better quarterback going into his tenure with the Jets. A year younger. Wow, that truck is Damn loud. that AT Wheeler. <laughs> that was I thought it was the ASMR for that AT Wheeler. Guys, Damn. Guys, Damn. Like <laughs> I was about to hit the ground. I thought we were under attack. <laughs> I know, right? It's like somebody, somebody from Wells, <laughs> somebody from Wells Fargo's heard <laughs> this bad mouth, and I mean, I figured they were coming after us. Well, that would be awesome. Maybe we'll get, we'll give that a, <laughs> a little laughter on that one. <laughs> I have this touchpad, and I, I never, good. I never use it. I just, try, I just try to use this, the, the Sasha one. I, I, I named this one Sasha. The Sa- <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, That's a Tom and Jerry one. That is not the Sasha I, one. I just, I don't know. I just don't. I don't have. I think more hope for the Colts than I for the Jets. No. Wow. Yeah. The Colts. The Colts are like ranked in the Vegas odds to win the Super Bowl. The Colts are like ranked second to last behind what? No. The Falcons. Who's the last? I don't even. Oh, probably know. Houston. I don't even know. Probably Houston. But I mean, they and the Jets are in the top ten, I think. Yeah. Really? I yeah. just. I'm just not a Jets fan. They don't build those hotels on losers. Well, you know, they, Sanchez. They know I, I liked them when Sanchez was the QB. I think. Oh, uh, like I think. One. I think the Jets are going to be really good. I'm going to watch. I, I hope not, because then if the Giants are not good, then. Chess fans. Oh I think God. the yeah. Giants are going to be pretty They'll good. I think the Giants will win at least 12 games. I think it's. I, I think we're finally coming Don't around. put that much pressure on us. No, it's not going to be. Listen, 17 games, losing five. I think the Giants The Giants have a really strong have effort. really high hopes. And if you look at it, excuse me, if you look at it, they only have to really compete with Philly. That's it. So if you, if you split Philly, 
and you win your you know you win two against Dallas even if you go split like two against Dallas mm. you know so that's two wins right there mm. i'm sure i'm sure they're going to win against Washington so that's another two right there so now you're looking at four wins within the division i don't know you know i i think they're going to i listen i i just myself i give I the think, jets 9 i think i'll give the colts like four, 10. Four, no, four. No. And I'll give. Four, four, I have four, high s- hopes to the Colts. Yeah, no, no, there's really no hopes. And I give the, the Giants 10. Colts like, are bad. I, the, like, the col- well, the last time I watched them, they were like, the last time I watched any real football was when, um, what's his face was the QB. Oh, my God, it was a Andy, uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah. So, that was, what, like six years ago, seven yeah. years ago? So we were, yeah, watching a f- we were watching a football game this past uh, season. And uh, I'm like, just want to let you know who's on what team. And you know you have uh, who who was the game we were looking at? I don't know, but it was no. She was she was shot. She's like, wait, Matt Ryan is not the quarterback for the Falcons. I mean, yeah, no, he's not. He's he's been gone. He's he's washed up. I don't think anybody wants Matt Ryan. And then he was uh, good though. He was really good. He was until the twenty-eight-three Tabasco, oh Oh, man, fiasco, and then his career just nosedived after that. Tom Grady was on the. Uh, Bucks and he since retired, then came back and retired again. <laughs> Did you hear that? Um, and listen, our podcast just we have ADHD, yeah. So if we'll, we'll start, we'll start on one topic and then we'll just, just jump to the other topic. Oh, I, I don't even remember, I realized how did we get into, into football? I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Talking about how good the Colts are going to be. No, we, we, that's what we got so, because he said he's a Jets fan. No, but no he, he, yeah. you brought up something about I did. football. I brought something up about football. Hold up, so what's the rates right now in this present-day market with uh, everything that just happened with the feds? Uh, so, like, I always tell my clients there's a website called mortgagenewsdaily.com. I oh. tell them to use that as a barometer okay. just because, obviously, everybody's rate shopping, right, especially in uh-huh. this climate. Um, right now, I just locked a rate at 6.5. It's a 30-year wow. fixed rate. But the average 30-year fixed rate right now is about 6.95. And what's 15? Uh, 15, you're at like 6 and an eighth. Wow, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah it's, but the reality is that people are so fixated with where rates were a year ago, even at this point. I mean, yeah. mortgage applications are down they're almost 30% year over year. Really? Yeah. Oh, like wow. Purchase, just even purchase applications. Wow. Right, and that's because of the rate climate, and Absolutely. so people are fixated with where rates are, where where they are now versus where they were, but it's it's just the reality. If you need to get into a home, you you always have the ability to refinance. And there's no homes. What is the? Is there a set time frame that you have to wait to refinance? Nope. No. No time frame. You can refinance immediately, but obviously. There's, you know, net tangible benefit, right? Like, when do you actually start experiencing better rates mm-hmm. um, versus what it's going to cost you to refinance? Right, right. We actually have a great program where uh, we cover the um, the uh, lender fee, right, which is twelve ninety five, and we also don't require you to pay for additional escrow because we just move it from your existing escrow balance to your new one. Really? Yeah. That's so amazing. So it's less, that's less of a loan balance that you're going to have to pay and pay interest on, you know, over the life of the loan. And then your first payment is not going to be for another 30 days after anyway. So you, yeah. right. you get it one month. Yeah. So your closing costs are going to be pretty much what your payment is going to be. Yeah. You get a month off and then yep. you pay, start paying at a potentially lower yeah, monthly lower. rate. Yep. Exactly. We, uh, we refinance. So when we purchased our home, 
back in um were you taking notes nice no i have questions and i don't want to forget them you know how my brain gets <laughs> that's great so you want you want to just ask it yeah go, so go, go, go. when someone is pre-approved for a loan right what is the main advice that you give them so i come to you i'm approved i'm pre-approved to purchase the property right what should i not do we're going to go with that first and okay. then we're going to go with things i should do well, the number the number one thing you shouldn't do is make any big purchases. All right, so, so like, don't you don't want to buy you don't want to go out and buy a car or anything like that. How about couches? Why is that? <laughs> Why? Because it's going to go with more to your debt to income ratio. But okay. can I just go to you know, a what furniture is, store and buy furniture for the house? Yeah, I mean, as long as you don't go on their their you know uh, interest free plan and have payments. Oh, so that's so we want to we, we want to avoid monthly payments. Um, in any in any sense, okay. after you've been pre-approved. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think okay. opening up new credit is an absolute no-no, right? Okay. So like, you know, a lot of times people they think they've started the mortgage application, mm -hmm. they're good, right? Yeah. They're pre-approved. Mm -hmm. They found a house. Okay, now I'm going to start furnishing it, right? But what they don't know is that the bank actually pulls um, a gap report, right? That gap okay. report shows from when. The last credit was run mm -hmm. up until, and they typically do that like three days before closing, okay. right? So if you have any new credit that's opened, uh -huh. they're going to see that. And then that's going to impact your debt to income. So you can't hide it. Understood. So you can't hide it, right? Okay. So I tell people, just wait to buy, you know, is is buying that furniture the worth the risk of potentially losing out on the house for you and your family? Absolutely not. It's absolutely not, right? And what is the threshold between like, you have to income between 50% and 48%. Like, how much is that? That 2%, does that, is that a lot or not a lot? It all depends on your income, right? It's all respective right. to, to your mm. income. But, that, I mean, it could be $200 a month, right? It could be, like, if you're making, for instance, right, if you're making $10,000 a month, right, $120,000 a year, mm -hmm. max debt to income ratio on conventional financing is 50%. So that's $5,000, right, okay. that you can allocate to your housing plus the other debt that shows up on your credit. Right, utilities, stuff like that don't doesn't actually show up on your credit report. Okay. But what you're gonna wanna do, right, is take a look and say, Okay, you know, I need to stay under five thousand, right? Okay. Minimum, right? Because it's all also based on the automated underwriting system. Because sometimes you don't get an approval at fifty, you only get an approval at forty five. Right. Yeah. But in that case, you know, two uh percent -huh. is two hundred dollars. And that, okay. that, that can make or break a deal. Two hundred dollars yeah, kill yeah. your deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Right. The other thing you should do, not do is make any large deposits, no cash. Ooh. Yeah, nothing more than 50% of your your monthly income. But it makes no sense. It's cash. Come on. Yes. Everybody's What if I got a gift from, yeah, from a, it's my birthday, my 40th birthday, and I just got lots of presents. <laughs> right. I have an Italian family. Yeah. That's, that's so a no-go. It's actually interesting that you say that because there is an exception for weddings, right? Really? Yeah. Um, like if you do get married and you have all of these large deposits, uh -huh. there are some guidelines that we could dive into further, you know, Absolutely. but it's, uh, it, that's one of those things that is acceptable in the case of cash. Yeah. They're just worried about money laundering. That's, well, that's, that's what it's all about. So does Rico, like the Rico get involved in this? And all that? <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're watching us right now. <laughs> <laughs> With the banks. <laughs> Um, oh, I think the tablet shut off. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, oh, man, I had another question. I totally forgot. So, ask okay, the question. Okay, so that's dope. 
What is something? Sorry, sorry. What is something you should do? What is something we should do? Uh, definitely keep keep your credit card balances low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Make all of your payments on time. When you say low, is there a percentage you should be under? So typically, you want to be below 30% okay. utilization on your credit cards. Okay. Right? That's when you start really seeing improvements to your credit scores. 50% okay. and above, that's that's sort of when you start seeing degradation to your scores. Okay. Um, but you're going to want to keep your you know revolving balances below 30%. Okay. And the way you find out your the 30% of the amount is like, just say my, my thing is $1,000. My Your credit, credit limit. Yeah, $1,000. 30% of that would be how much I would need to stay under. 300 Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, let's just say, for instance, um, my friend Nico just bought a house recently, right? Mm -hmm. He purchased a house for, he got, he was pre-approved for like $800,000, mm -hmm. right? I know everything about him, right? We're almost similar. Like, we're best friends. I know everything about him. He's approved for eight hundred thousand conventional, but I'm only approved for five hundred thousand FHA. Why is that? Um, so, just to convert, you both make the same amount of money. Well, yeah, and actually, we work at the same job. We make the same amount of money, but a little, a little. Um, I'm kind of setting you up here because you know you have a lot of clients that say this to you. They know everything about each other, right? Um, or friends or anything, right? Um, I don't know his debt to income though. I know how much he makes, but I don't know how much other progressive, whatever, whatever yeah. other stuff he has. I don't know his debt. I don't know his car payments. I know nothing, right? Yeah. All I know is kind of how much his salary is because we work at the same job. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. You answered your own question. Pretty much. Yeah. But in a way, um, I kind of needed to be broken down, like from the foundation back up to like, where, how you explain it? Yeah, so basically. a lot of times what happens with people, because there's people that, that's actually a great, that's a great point, right? There's a lot of people that make the same amount of money, right? But their pre-approval amounts vary so much, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of that goes back to what their liabilities are on a monthly basis, okay. right, that are on their credit report, right? Student loans, car payments, personal loans. No, student loans, they, it gets really... Does it get does it get more forgived or? So right now, right, um, if you have student loans, a lot mm -hmm. of people will say, no, 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 that's not. I don't have a payment on it. It's in forbearance. Yeah. The exactly. expectation is that at some time, at some point in time, you're gonna have to start paying them, right? Mm -hmm. So what the bank does, they charge for um, FHA and for Freddie Mac underwritten loans, they charge half a percent of the balance on that loan towards your debt to income ratio. Fannie Mae mm -hmm. conventionally will charge a whole one percent. Wow. Right. So if you have ten thousand dollars in um, in student loans, uh -huh. right, they're gonna hit you for uh, for FHA and Freddie Mac fifty dollars a month. Okay. Right. Right. And I so whereas the uh, the other one at Fannie Mae is gonna hit you for a hundred dollars. Really quick, as you're saying this now, what is Fannie Mae and what is Freddie Mae? What is the difference? So Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae. There right? we go. So um, do you want to fumble on my end really quickly? Yes, absolutely. Go for it. Okay. So um, those are essentially the two uh, main uh, purchasers of mortgages in the United States, Fannie Mae okay. and uh, Freddie Mac, right? And But they also have different underwriting system guidelines, right? So, you know, before it used to be, oh, you know, if you have two jobs, uh, you need to be doing both jobs for two years. Uh -huh. Fannie Mae has recently, you know, said that you only need one year of, of multiple employments, 
in order to count them. Really? You know, we had a client. That's amazing. Maybe like right during, right after COVID, and she had started a new job, different profession. Yeah. A year before, because COVID just you know COVID smashed. She lost her job because of COVID, so she started a new career, and she wanted to buy a house, and I was unable to get the credit for her actual job. Mm-hmm. And we're basing everything off for her part-time job and her husband's full-time job. Mm-hmm. Although her full-time yeah. job, she was making more money. She was the breadwinner for the house. Yeah. But the bank was not giving her credit because she was in their job for a year and a few months. And they wouldn't give her the, the two because it was you know, two years. And that's I'm like, amazing. That I'm like, that's, it's how messed up that is. I'm like, this girl here yep. is making a crazy amount more money than her husband. But they're using his full-time job and her part-time job. And because her part-time job was more than two years, right? It was more than two years, yeah. yeah. No, so I that, that's I I would disagree with that, right? right. Like if mm-hmm. if somebody has it doesn't because it's what's called primary employment versus secondary employment, right? Okay. Right. So it doesn't matter how long you've been at your secondary job for. If you have a job that's making one hundred twenty thousand dollars full time, uh-huh. and you have a part-time job that you've been doing for fifteen years that pays you ten thousand dollars. You know, a year, uh-huh. they're gonna they're gonna give you qualifying income based off of your primary employment. Is that all banks or? Again, this goes back to uh, overlays, right, right. right, and individual banks guidelines, right? But so we, that's probably that. Okay. It's probably that. The, it was that specific. It was person probably that those, we were using. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was that person because they weren't yeah. they weren't giving them the. Uh, yeah. We don't longer lose that. Uh, we don't use that that lender. Lender. Yeah. We use you guys. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times also, but yeah, appreciate nice that. Nice plug appreciate right there. That. Give a nice little plug. hand clap really quick. Oh, uh, a hand clap? Yeah, we go. Oh, an applause for Nick. An applause. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of times what happens, uh, right? They're, they're getting closer. I know. With underwriting, the one thing I will say is that if you trust an underwriter implicitly, mm-hmm. right, you're going to run into a lot of problems. I... I push back on a lot of my underwriters because I know some of the rules and sometimes there's there's updates that come out to guidelines that, you know, they're so used to doing this over and over and over again that they, you know, they're like, oh no, this is the rule. But they don't realize that there's been changes that have been made. And sometimes there's thousands of pages of guidelines. Sometimes they just get things wrong. Really? So that's why it's important to have somebody that knows what they're doing, you know, has an advocate for you, right? And not just saying like, oh, sorry, you know, they said no on that. It's about pushing back sometimes. Who's a more popular person, a used car salesman or an underwriter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a good question. That's a very oh, good question. I, I'm going to say it's a tie. I'm yeah. going to go with a tie on this one. Yeah, people love both of them. <laughs> they love them. <laughs> love them to, like, pieces, pieces. Yeah. Um, so a debt-to-income, you guys discuss this a lot. Debt-to-income is what exactly? It's all your debt against your income. Against your income, and we add there's two 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 parts of it, all of the debt you have now, uh-huh. and then that's the first number, uh-huh. debt income, and then and we're gonna add the house payment in, okay, and that's gonna be your total what's called your debt to income ratio. So if we're renting right now, we want to buy a house, right? Does our rental go into the debt? No, no, I get no, that because cause you guys are not because because you're not gonna stay there. I gotcha. Understand. Okay. Gotcha. Um, what exactly is PMI? Okay. PM, PMI is mortgage insurance. Right, right. Okay. And that comes into effect if you don't put 20% down. Okay. 
So if you only put 5% down, they're going to charge you what's called PMI. Now, why is, why is it different between conventional and FHA? FHA's PMI is much larger, right? So, so conventional is called PMI, private mortgage insurance, right? Because there's independent carriers. You can actually get quotes from different carriers. Oh, you can? Yeah. Um, with FHA, it's just called mortgage insurance because it's, it's provided by the government. And it's standard. With FHA, you actually have it for a guaranteed 11 years, right? And that's only if you put 10% down or more. And if you put less than 10% down, you're going to have it for the life of the loan. So 9, 9% life of the loan. 9.99, you're at the life of the loan. Wow. Yeah, but a really good thing about FHA, they just made it a lot more affordable for homeowners, mm -hmm. saving the average homeowner about $400 a month. Yeah, so the vice president was talking about this a few months ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what they did is they reduced the, the MI tiers mm -hmm. by 30 basis points. Wow. across the board right so it, it has been a tremendous savings and i kind of feel bad for the people that have existing mortgages um because that it's just a lot of money that that people are needing to spend on that so when we purchased our house we got our house in 17. our interest rate was awesome just under five percent it was phenomenal yeah well, at least we thought yeah. then. <laughs> then at the time then COVID happened and these interest rates were like two point nothing, yeah, you know, one point nine, whatever, it was some yeah. some stupid amount. You know what took me almost, goodness, almost six months to say, you know what, we should just refinance. Yeah. <laughs> so I refinanced, but what I did is I did a, um, I did a, uh, I went, I see with an FHA, so I did it was, um, I forgot what it was called. They refinanced me within the just within my, my my bank. No, they didn't do an appraisal. They just re, kind of resnapped it. Um, uh, so that's it's, so a lot of times if you were with the same bank, yeah, it's called a recast. That's it. They right? recast. But it, did yeah. you have FHA? So I had FHA. I'm so still in FHA. You're still yeah. in FHA. And it's but I went from five percent to three percent. Okay, maybe you did an FHA streamline. Refinance. That's what it was. Streamline. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. You probably did an FHA streamline refinance. Yeah. Um, which is good. I mean, listen, the FHA. I always tell my clients, I try to look at it as a temporary, as like a bridge loan. Right, right. right. Because of the MI factor, right. Also, when you do a, a streamlined refinance, you also get hit for the one point seven five percent upfront mortgage insurance again. You really? do get. Yeah, you do get a, a refund, a partial refund for your existing 1.75, but all, that all depends on how long you were in that, right? So the, the longer that you were in that, the shorter your refund gets mm. um, from FHA for your existing uh, upfront mortgage insurance. Yeah, so I mean, we're right now, we're at um, basically 50% equity. Yeah. You know, as far as, so, our, as far as our payments-wise. Yeah, but you're still right. paying MI, right? Yeah, I am. Now... I'm at 3% now. Yeah, is really it good. silly for me to refinance it to conventional? Because yes. we do have quite a bit of equity. Yes. It, it is. So right? it's, it's pointless, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got to wait. What what percent? Like, if rates go down to 4%, would it be smart to move then? I always tell people, you have to take a look at how long you foresee yourself being in the property. Because that's all what matters, right? It doesn't matter if you go from a 9% interest rate to a 2% interest rate, and then seven months later, you decide to move. Right. Right? Because there's the cost associated, right? But there's also, if you take seven years off your mortgage, mm -hmm. right, and then you go from having 23 years left on the amortization schedule 
to now going back to 30 years, yeah, and, you know, you're now adding an additional seven years of interest, right? So you mm. have to factor that into, you know, is this in my best interest? You know, and what we did is, so my payments dropped like 600 bucks. Yeah. And so what I was doing monthly, I was just paying that $600. Yeah. So I was paying six hundred dollars principal on every single payment. Wow. Because I'm like, it, the payments. Yeah. I mean, the six hundred dollars, we could have found something to use for that. But why not just pay it down? Yeah. So now, like, you know, I, I just looked at our our loan. Two, actually, two days ago, when I made the payment. Uh, no. What What's today? Today's the fifteenth. No. So shit, two weeks ago, and um, I looked at it. I'm like, damn, we're paying fifty percent. Uh, principal to fifty percent uh, interest. That's amazing. Yeah, so I'm I'm proud because that usually happens what year seven, year eight, even later. Yeah, and we really? and we're three years in, so yeah, those the, the beginning part of the mortgage is always interest. Yeah, so those mm. principal heavy you know months you know we're paying six. You're knocking we tons did. of years off. Yeah, we just off we did. Stuff, yeah, it's the best thing that you can do. So then uh, we can do a cash out. What exactly is a cash out refinancing? Yeah, so like a lot of times people that, um, you know, even have their house paid in full, mm -hmm. right? They say, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not refinancing because I don't have an existing mortgage. Still considered a, a, a cash out refinance. Okay. Right? A cash out essentially means in your instance, right, mm -hmm. you're paying off your principal balance, but you're also taking out additional equity from your property, okay. right? Now, the one thing is that, that they actually charge you a higher rate for doing a cash out refinance really? versus a regular refinance. Really? Okay. Yeah. So what's the difference between doing that or HELOC? HELOC That was are, my next follow up. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I mean HELOCs are great because they're you don't actually start paying anything until you draw against it. Right? Mm. But the problem with a oh. lot of HELOCs, right? And there's there's lower closing costs, um, you know, they're typically quicker turnaround times. Sometimes they don't even require appraisals. But the thing with HELOCs is that typically, one, they're variable based off of prime, right? And right. prime is that thing that's been going up all the time. So they do prime plus or prime minus, depending on your credit score and loan to value, right? Um, but the problem that most people have is that those payments are interest only. So they say, oh, you know, this money's so cheap, I'm going to use it. But then what happens is after the 10-year interest only period, it turns into a 20-year amortized, amortized loan at whatever the interest rate is. And so that now that payment almost becomes unmanageable for people. So I tell people that you have to be really disciplined mm -hmm. in the payments that you're actually making, that you should actually start making principal payments, you know, it, because it's in your best interest. Right, right, right. You know, okay. Because your, your, your balance, once you get to that, uh, that 10 year, is also gonna be significantly lower. So now your monthly payment's gonna be. So you can get a HELOC for how long? Uh, 30 years. Really, right. Yeah, you can get, you wow. get a 30 year HELOC. I mean, but because remember, it's, you know, some are 15-year interest only followed by, so it's 30-year terms, 15-year interest only, 15-year amortization, or some of them have 10-year and then 20-year amortizations. It all depends on, on which individual program you And do. is there any balloon payments on those or no? Sometimes. Every, every bank has, has different um, rules and regulations for it. Now, I realize you can't do balloon payments on mortgage, right? No, not on not on primary residence, um, first okay. position mortgages. Okay, that's pretty cool. But a HELOC works just like a credit card. So oh, if, if you get if you get a hundred thousand dollar HELOC, mm -hmm. you're not paying anything until you use it. Oh like wow! So. so it's it's kind of like a nice thing to just get and throw into a safe deposit box in case you need money quick. 
because uh-huh. the rates are, you know, instead of 18% from a credit card uh, company, you know, it's prime. So say you get a $100,000 HELOC, mm-hmm. you use $15,000, you pay back the $15,000 interest plus the $15,000 in principal. No. You can't, so that principal. It's 15000 well, well yeah. what I'm saying, the, fifth, the interest on the $15,000. Yeah, but the, the payment's going to say interest only. Right, right. So you want to make a principal payment on that was what Jess right, was right. saying. Right, right. So once you satisfy that, mm-hmm. and you still say you do that five years, you satisfy and everything's good, and you have that remaining balance, that remaining balance, this doesn't you don't owe any payments on those, that remaining balance until you start using that money again. Just like a credit card. Right, right. Exactly like a credit card. Right. Um, if you were to, okay, for HELOC, for instance, um, you were saying that it works like a credit card because it's a home equity um, line of credit. Line of credit. There we go. That would, guys, I'm glitching today. I'm like the Matrix. Right? No, you're right? doing great. Thanks for bearing with me. Um, so when you do a HELOC. What is the the won't <laughs> <laughs> yourself? Um, what is the what is the <laughs> how do you explain the focus after that? Like how do I like continue like just go ahead. be serious after that? Like it's like I feel like I'm involved in Tom is and he, Jerry. Is he's not here like, to the manager the board? Um, do you then go through um an appraisal? Is there a process besi- um, behind getting a HELOC? It's a lot easier to get a HELOC than it is to get a mortgage. And a lot of times they'll do it without an appraisal. They'll, they'll do what's called a desktop appraisal. Okay. So they won't have to come into the house. And, so it, they and, would go and with that? It's, it's, and you know, like TD Bank, I don't, I, I don't, I, are they free, Jess? I think they are free. They don't charge you any lender fees or anything like that. So are we promoting TD Bank up in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we doing here, man? I know, right? <laughs> Carnegie has great rates on Helux as well. No, well, up, do you we guys do Helux? We don't do Helux. Oh, so that's why you're plugging no. TD. Okay. But, no, okay, okay. More of the commercial banks do it. Yeah. Okay. Commercial banks, small banks. Yeah, and, and you okay. can fill it out right online. It's, 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 it's much easier. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. And basically, some, you know, depending on how much equity you have in your house, some will do an appraisal. Yep. Tabletop appraisal that come to the house. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Jess, you mentioned um, amateurization. Yep. What exactly is amateurization? Or you said maturity of the loan. Yep. What exactly is yeah, that? Yeah, so amortization is essentially the the how long the payments are spread out. Okay. Right? So a lot of times people will say, oh, you know, my interest rate is, you know, 3%, but, you know, all of my interest, because all of these loans, mortgage loans, have front-loaded interest, right? Okay. So you're paying, if you look at the amortization schedule and look at the breakdown from principal and interest, uh-huh. at the beginning, your interest payments are always gonna be higher than your principal. Principals. You know, like, depending on the rate, right? It's yeah, like 90-10. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. And especially when rates were lower, it's a lot better. Like, I think I'm at year two and a half of my mortgage and I'm uh-huh. already paying more principal than I am interest, but that's because my rate's 2.375, oh, wow. right? So, but, you know, you'll look. So you got a free loan. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, <laughs> static. Um, but if you look at over the course of 30 years, uh-huh. you know, your payment remains the same. Every single payment is going to be the same from okay. payment one to payment 360. But okay. what people don't understand, they say, that, you know, well, I just threw $100,000 at the principal balance. Why hasn't my payment changed? Oh, I- well, because you're still on the same amortization schedule. 
Okay. Right. In order for you to change that, you're going to have to do what's called a recast. Um, a lot of some banks don't allow it. We do. Mm -hmm. um, and what that essentially does is that that it's going to recast your principal balance over the life of the loan. So okay. now your payments are going to change based off of the new principal balance. So if you have 23 years left uh -huh. and you throw a hundred thousand dollars, your new, you know, your new payment is going to be based on, you know, whatever your mortgage balance was minus a hundred thousand. You know, and what's crazy is this amortization schedule is like a seven, seven to 11 page document. Oh, wow. Yeah. You pay $1 extra and maybe that's the first, say month 20, right? So you're still on the first page, mm -hmm. you pay $1 extra, your amortization schedule is completely screwed up. It doesn't exist because you paid one extra dollar in principle. So the back end of those, the numbers, it's not the same, right? No. So, so. Again, you're... Oh, so I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. So uh, sorry. Hey. Sorry to crush your bubble. Damn. You missed both. Uh, you won't, won't, won't. Here it is. I thought that was going to be the womp, womp, womp. No, that was, that was You, you got to hit the womp, womp, womp button for her now. Because <laughs> 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 I got to use that for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a double. Yeah. So, again... Oh, there you go. Sorry. So your your amortization schedule remains the same, even if you pay extra principal. Even if you, what happens is that, you know, your the length of time that you have to be making the payments is going to change, right? Because your principal balance is going to be going down, but right. your payment schedule remains the same. No, no, no. no I'm, yeah, right. You're right. The payment schedule does remain the same. I'm talking about your interest and payments. Your your payment your interest changes. No, because you're paying more principal. No, it remains no? the same. That their interest is fixed, right? They because the only way to pay less interest mm -hmm. is to pay off the loan quicker. Okay. Right. Oh, that's I why see. it's a schedule, right? The schedule dictates how much interest is allocated to each payment. What okay. you're doing is you're knocking off years yes. by paying that oh, extra amount see. of money. So probably instead of a dollar, you're probably not doing much. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but you're paying six hundred a month. So you, instead of it being a thirty-year mortgage, I mean I don't know off the top of my head. You know, you're probably knocking it down to probably a 20-year mortgage. By paying a dollar? No, it's no. Not, not 600? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a big... That's a that's big, a big thing, but you're not... It can't change the interest or anything. That All you're doing is lowering oh, the yeah. time. See, I, 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 I stand corrected. I thought I was and, doing something completely and, different. And building equity. Right, right, right. Okay, so no, there's... You're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. No, no, I, right I was. I stopped. I, I since stopped it. Okay. okay. The market slowed down. I'm like... <laughs> you can't be thrown away too. Yeah, right? exactly. $600 is better in, in, in the savings yeah. account than, you know... Yeah. Okay, so there's a hack that's going around. Um, I'm not sure if it's if it's true or not. So we're going to do what's called the... Um, what is it called? Myth, myth, myth busters? Blah, 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 busters? I think it's... Myth I, think they, I think they're copyrighted that. Okay, well, whatever. Buster. Fat, facts. Fact checkers. That's what we're going to be. Okay. Um, they said if you pay one mortgage payment towards your principal after you make your regular monthly mortgage payment, that knocks down your... You guys are saying it was knocking down years off the interest. They said in this case, it knocks down the interest that you pay. That's what I thought too. Yeah, he, he just we just, just went said this whole twenty minutes was all about it knocks down the years. <laughs> I wanted to clarify. Oh, clarify! I'm, I'm clarifying. That's yeah, different. Go, That's go right. not womp womp womp. Yeah, go right. Well, if you if if you if you're knocking the years down, you are knocking the interest down. You are. 
So in order for that to work, that you're, the hack. Eventually, you're paying the, the, the front-loaded part of the interest. Uh-huh. You're paying that more, so now more more goes towards the principal okay. earlier. Okay. So how is it you do that? So I have my mortgage. Uh-huh. I pay my monthly mortgage. How is it that I make the, the second payment mm-hmm. that goes directly to my principal? What exactly do I do? What is the cheat sheet so that I send it to the mortgage company so then they apply it only to my principal? Is there a process in which you have to well, do yeah, that? It depends well, on the bank. Because like our bank, there's a spot on the app uh-huh. that says principal. So you put the principal thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say they don't have that. Then is on, there a on the coupon, structured way that so you do it? So on the coupons you get from the bank, uh-huh. there's a check mark that you can put down for principal. Yeah. Really? Okay. You have to identify that the payment's going for principal. hundred Otherwise, when do they use it for, they would use it for interest, right? If you don't identify it? Well, if you don't identify your extra payment... What does it go to? So I know with my bank, right? Right. When I when I pay in excess of what my monthly payment toward, right. it goes towards principal. But you have to okay. define that the payment. No, I never. I have never needed to. But when no. I see my I when you. I see my mortgage balance, uh-huh. it it automatically shows that I have I've allotted an additional two hundred fifty dollars towards principal. I would think it's automatic uh-huh. if right. you're okay. paying more, but I would call to confirm. Right. Okay. So you hear that, people? So check Call with your banks, confirm. check with your lenders, check with whoever. So, you know, let's start wrapping this up. I mean, this has been tons oh, this of has fun. Been awesome. You have any more questions for these guys while they're here? I had a lot of questions. Yeah. I still have a lot like of questions. I feel like we could have broken this up, you know? I know, right? <laughs> I think that, we could. We absolutely could. Fif- we could bring them back. The 15 minutes bring of back. football. Is there a chick chick? Yeah. The whole football thing, that whole. That? Yes. Okay. The whole chicken thing was not needed. That could have been illuminated, and obviously. Jesse, you want eggs? Once I get um, chickens, I ragging eggs. on Bordy, his jets. Eggs? I got three kids. When are we going golfing? No, no. Bordy, yeah. you golf? Hell no. Really? Oh man, I go. Be the cart girl. I know. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Bordy yeah, exactly. Bordy and the beers. Hey, listen, that, that's, yes. the right the beers, that's, that's the right that's guy. That's the right guy. That's amazing. Uh, you should, you should um think that hashtag that. Yeah. So, that. So Sasha and I actually we started a charity. Yeah. It's uh it went live. Uh, last month, uh-huh. the Neighborhood Sellers Fund, and next spring, we're going to be doing a charity golf alley. Yes. Oh, I'll come to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to be doing it. We're also going to be doing a gala. Yeah, we're going to be doing a gala this, this but, um, you know. Can I cut the sleeves off my tux? For, for, for the, the gala? Gal- <laughs> for the gala. So, think- we don't know what the theme is going to be. Yeah. But it's going to. It's so our fun. so our charity is uh, so if you guys don't know our cha- and we'll be talking about this on our podcast because it's something that Sasha and I something who we, we had another kid it's, it's like another kid of ours so when we got into real estate we got into real estate because we had a bad experience buying our own house and we figured out we can do it better than everyone else and for the most part it's not that we can do it better than everyone else is that we can do it with transparency and communication which is better than a lot of other people that don't 100%. supply that so we think in our yeah. in our humble opinion or selfish opinion that we're doing it better than everyone else because we're educating and being transparent 100%. so in a way we are because that's what we think and it is what it is so with that being said we also want to use our platform to help absolutely one of our first dates was with the Special Olympics. And the Special Olympics and all that, it's something important to both of us. So we're like... It was a snowball when we did yeah, we football, did the, flag football for the Special Olympics. For the snowball. So if you guys haven't heard about it, it's like where you raise money. You have a team that plays flag football with you and you raise a certain amount of money per team. 
and that money goes towards the Special Olympics. And, he, and then you get to play a giant stadium. Spectrum. Yeah, that's really that was the best part. You, you get to play a giant, giant stadium. stadium. Yeah, you tour the locker rooms. You get to like Giants locker room. The a, I'm yeah. just throwing more jabs in there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we call it Giant Stadium, but it's the Metal Met Life. Yeah, it's Giant Stadium. It, obviously. You guys belong in Queens. That's where you guys belong. You guys belong in Queens. Somewhere else. Just don't put so, so what we did is we thought, you know, there's grants, and that's something that maybe we bring you guys back and, you know, get Heidi in here as well. Absolutely. Talk about different grants and stuff like that. But there's grants they can get to get houses if you're police, fire, nurse, doctors, and they're well deserving. And Absolutely. those the people, the applicants, they're, they're, they deserve it. You know, what we didn't see was a lot of grants for families that have children that are autistic or on the spectrum and stuff like that. So we like let's use our platform and and, and do Absolutely. this. Absolutely, do something. So I did a 5K run two years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh, it was the Tunnels of Tower. It was it started in Brooklyn. And then went through the Brooklyn Tunnel, um, down by the the river, and then up by the, and, and in the World Trade Center. And I was running with somebody here in the office, John, and he's like, "Hey, you know, do you mind if I bring a couple of my friends? You know, did you run with us?" I'm like, "Bro, there's gonna be like a million people running. Like, you, you're asking me? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah for sure, for whatever." So he goes, "Hey, you know, the guys in the X Seal, the other ones in an ex Army Ranger." I'm like. Awesome. Like I should be asking them. Yeah, like, you're asking me. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so th- that conversation started. He goes, "Hey, listen, I'm doing a 5K run. I want to borrow fire to, uh, fire gear." And he goes, "If you want to run with me in fire gear, you're more than welcome." I'm like, "I hate running, but I love this idea." Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I ran the Brooklyn, you know, the the, the tunnels in, in, in gear. Wow. So Bill, who's the seal, and Joe, who's the ranger. Bill ran in, um, he ran it the first year. Joe ran it the second year with us. Bill also ran it in, in fire gear. Well, he brought his friends, he brought his other friend, Dave. They're attorneys at MacArthur English in, in the city. So we're there from all day, five o'clock, all the way to like 3.34. And I was just like, you know, I'm like, you know, you know, we're just shooting, shooting the shit. And uh, we were talking about the charity. He goes, hey, I'm an attorney. Here's my uh, here's my business card. Call me on Monday. Uh, all right, so I call. Oh. <laughs> so I called on Monday, and he goes, "Hey, we discussed it. We're gonna do everything pro bono." That's amazing. They did the whole thing pro bono. So here it is that Sasha and I were pregnant with this idea. It was, you know, developing for took us about three years, or two and a half years. And we just had the baby, uh, you know, the, the charity, like, about last month. So it's pretty exciting, yeah. It was a huge accomplishment. Yeah, so. Very great. I can't wait until we start issuing grants and all that. But when are we going golfing? Yeah, I mean, let's try to get it on the schedule in July. Got to get. It's got to be during the workday, though. Yeah, I heard. My boss said I could I could play during the workday so long as it was the agents. So. Yeah, so we're going to do. <laughs> there we so go. My wife doesn't let me play golf during So the mine doesn't really? either. She gets upset. But then she tells me, hey. I do not get up. No, you know what gets me upset is that. How would you feel about this, right? Because I know he would be butthurt. Oh, no, no, no. And I agree he with her. He would be very I, butthurt, right? No, I agree with him. We, I agree are, with her. we I, are the neighborhood sellers, right? If I have a lender, or not just a lender, if I have anyone, right, any type of vendor, just pitching to me directly only and acting like he's non-existent, it would oh, be a problem. So she gets upset like she's, you know. Like, so I'm like, if you guys are going to do something anywhere, it could be, I don't care where it is. I want to be a part of yeah. it too, because we are the neighborhood sales. It's not only you. Yeah. And when yeah. he does it, 
I got mad at him because I was like, it's you are the one that's my partner. They don't have to put me in this, right? You're my partner in every aspect of the life, yeah. right? I'm yeah. trapped with you, bro. <laughs> like, you gotta like be like, yeah, you guys are inviting me. Do you mind if I mention this to Sasha? Do you mind? You know when people try to do stuff for me, I'm like, hey, let me run it by so, Nico. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I was butthurt. I wasn't butthurt like he was going, go. No. I could care less if what he's doing with his day, to be honest. But just try to include me in it. Yeah, so, I got that was the whole thing. So, we, so don't say I got relax, mad. Relax, relax. It's not that. We don't need three hours of this okay. either. Um, <laughs> You know, I, we, we had this one. No, I'm not editing any of this. We had this one lender that was chasing us, chasing us. Oh my god! So he found out I like to play golf, and he kept on asking us, "Hey, let's go golfing. Let's go golfing. Let's go for cigars. Let's go." So I'm like, um, "Yeah, let me. You know, I'm bringing." He goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "You'll be my fourth. You'll be our fourth. I'm like, uh. and he goes, "Let's go for lunch." I'm like, "Hey, you know, let me see why my wife's." He did not want Sasha involved in yeah, at all. anything. Oh, that's not cool. So I'm like, and I told him, like, you can't take my business if you don't even bring her in because it's, 100%. so she got, she got, she all messed part up. part of the business. But anyway, she. I am. But so. I'm the brain behind it all. We, we sponsored a, uh, a golf outing for the police department, uh, PBA over here. It was Angle Cliffs, Fairview, Fort Lee, Leonia. They had a golf outing. So we, sp we were one of the sponsors and I bought uh, Knickers. Oh, nice. Dude, it was awesome. Uh, it was I had, amazing. I had high socks, the, 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 the hat, the whole uh, And I'm walking by, and we went golfing. I bought one of the councilmen from town, and we brought Beck. Yeah. And, uh, and Sasha was the fourth. And for the first, so first time going out, she, uh, first she, time going out, yeah. she, uh, she had, she, she played Apparently well. Apparently I did amazing. Yeah, she, awesome. she hit him straight. That's better than me. Yeah. <laughs> she hit straight. Also, we had like little, um, little things to all, well, a couple of the holes where we sponsored, so that you look like a bagpiper though. You didn't look like you were playing golf. You know, like the whole fluffy pants, the yeah, knickers, whatever, the socks, the whole hat. He had like, you remember back in the day in like the eighties, um, like let's say England in like the eighties, the newspaper boys. You remember how they dressed? The eighties or the eighteen hundreds? Well, whatever, seventeen hundreds, whatever. You know how they dressed with the little thing, the socks and yeah, the they know suspenders. Exactly, they know exactly what they. That's exactly was. what he looked like. And that's exactly. He looked like he was delivering newspapers or something. But, like. but, that's what he didn't look that, like he was. That's staff. That's, that's what the outfit is supposed to look that's like. Staff. Is it? Yeah. Is it though? I don't yeah. know. So. Guys, thank you so much for thank spending this for last hour. Thank you so much. We can't Weird wait to have fun. you guys back again. It was fun. Great time. And guys, uh, this was amazing. You guys. can catch us all on all the uh, yeah, all the places, and um, we'll talk to you guys soon. So you guys enjoy See your you day. On the flip side. Thank you again. Here it is, the episode you've been waiting for, the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your host. Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation.